right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Jake Podcast. This is episode uh, 107, 107 Thursday, October 29th. We are full-on spooky season. It's a Thursday. It is late October. Fall is here. I feel like Sam is like Thanos getting the Infinity Stones, you know, reaching her full potential with the fall weather. And look at that. Sam is with us today. With a stone of, of a new stone for herself. Sam? Ooh, spooky. Wow, well done. Thank you. I'm scared. Uh, yes, so if you haven't uh, noticed, that's not a ghost. That is uh, Samantha Swayze, my co-host, soon to be Samantha Brainy. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little crazy. There's not a woe necessary. We are officially engaged. I've talked about it on the podcast, but Sam is, uh, this is your first time on the pod since the engagement, yeah, which so is almost two months ago. I'm your fiance. Yeah. My, my wife. My soon to be wife. Yeah. So uh, pretty exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. I mean, we are now wedding planning, which Jake is just loving. Mm-hmm. So much. No, I, I don't mind any of it. Yeah, I know. I think I'm the more overwhelmed one. You know what it is? I think a lot of it is like people telling us what we have to do and what needs to get done. And it's like, okay, yeah, we know. Like, and that just like keeps on coming because we're hearing it from everybody. But they're just excited for us. So I think that's like, you know, it, it's like fine. And we're going to knock out all the important stuff like, you know, venue and. Uh, like the church and then the band and the food. And then all of a sudden we're going to have a year to wait because we have an 18 month engagement on our hands. That's right. It's a a little bit long, but it's exciting to be a fiance for a while Mm -hmm. before I become your wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun because then this time is going to pass and then we're going to be like, wow, what, whatever happened to the engagement? Whatever happened to predictability? (laughs) Is that what happens? Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, we just finish each other's uh, sentences sentences with uh, other uh, lyrics from uh, 90s television shows. It's exactly how this goes. So, yeah, so I mean, I've gone through the whole engagement, um, proposed on the beach in Spring Lake, on the boardwalk, and then we had an awesome little party afterwards. We sure did. The rock is still looking stunning right now. You know what? The Arizona water... Really cleaned it up. Cleaned it right up. Yeah. Great segue. Sam really is ready for the podcast world because she knows a segue like no other. We're not going to talk about the engagement anymore. We're dump- jumping right in. One of my engagement plans was to do the engagement in Arizona, but I was like, that's a little... I thought you were about to say on a podcast. Uh, on the podcast, yeah. I didn't know where you were going with this. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was to do it in Arizona, but I was like, ah, I don't like being far away from home for it. I liked being able to include everybody. And also, I didn't want to go to Arizona with your family just as your boyfriend. I was like, I oh. think... Yeah, I, I wanted to be engaged status by then. Interesting, okay. I didn't tell you that yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, that was always in the back of my mind. I was like, you know... I, I would I feel like I would hear it a little bit. I'd be like, oh, when's the uh, when's the big day? When's the new? When are you gonna finally uh, you know pop the question? Although if they knew that it was coming, then everyone would be awkwardly quiet about it. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, don't take your time. Blah, blah, blah. God, but I don't think that they've ever said to you like, oh, Jake, when are you gonna pop the question? No, they haven't. But we've never spent a week together. 
That's true. Yeah. But. So that's that's what I was fearing is I was like, I'm going to see everybody a lot. Uh, you know, the kids are going to be like, why isn't he Uncle Jake? And then, uh, you know, I'm going to have to address they that. D- they just found out on this trip that I am their dad's sister. Yeah. And that's who I am to them. Yeah, it was, like, they it w- thought that I was just, they call me TT, so they thought I was just TT, and I came from nowhere, and so we kind of blew their minds that I am their dad's sister, so I don't even think that they could put two and two together of what an uncle is. Well, no, because... Why you're not one. Because when you were explaining who, like, your dad is to everybody, then they looked at me... Well, it was pretty much just Emma. Jackson's gonna have to do this, like, two years from now. <laughs> but Emma looked at me, and she was like, well, who's your dad? And I was like, well, I have a dad, too, and... The, she was just like, this is this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. So, so yeah, we went to Arizona. This is uh, my first time in Arizona, Sam's first time in Arizona, as a 60th birthday gift to Sam's dad, Kevin. And it was a blast. It was so much fun. Uh, we were there for a week, and we put it upon ourselves to kind of schedule as much as possible when we were out there. We were like, look, you know, and, and this is kind of like, you know, one of the things that Sam and I, you know, like, that, that we both share in common is we're like, take advantage of the situation. We're probably not going to go back to Arizona. Now, we said that going into the week, but who knows? We, we enjoyed it a lot, so I maybe we go would back. go. We yeah. do want to go back. But there's but so much. But not right away. So that's our yeah, mindset yeah. is it's yeah. not going to be a right away that we go back there. Well, and also it's like there's just, you know, it's the right mindset to take these places that we go because you're not going to get a chance to go back to every place you go to. You know, if like if we go to Maine, we go to the Pacific Northwest, we go to Nashville, like all these places around. And that's this is just in America of places we want to go to of Chicago. Um, you're not going to get a chance to go back to all of these places. Maybe you can go back to one or two, maybe three. But, you know, I want to see a lot of the country. I know you do, too. So it's important to like pack that in. So I like that. Like we have that same outlook on vacations in general. So day one. We fly into Phoenix. This was uh, Saturday the 17th. Um, and we had a big drive ahead of us. Started off going to Sedona. Take it away. Uh, sure. I mean, so our trip got a little uh, pushed back because of good old United. Yeah. We had the first flight out at 6 a.m. out of Newark. And they said, not today. We are going to push you back until 10.30, I think. I think 10.30, yeah. Um, and the thing is, is that my parents and my older brother, Justin and Kate and their, his kid, their kids, um, flew in the day before. So we looked at it like we will fly out early Saturday mm-hmm. morning, get in 8 a.m. like Arizona time and make it to Sedona by 10 a.m. and have like a whole day ahead of us in Sedona with my family and that got a little bit derailed and then upon arriving in Phoenix we had some issues with our car rental and that further (laughs) further pushed back our trip not to mention it's a two-hour ride from Phoenix airport to Sedona um so once we were there I we were trying to like we checked in really quick and we're basically like let's get right back out there because it's getting darker earlier. We have limited time, and we wanted to go see some of the things like Cathedral Rock and um, Slide Rock. And well, I don't know if we were gonna get there, but yeah, like. But Slide that's Rock. like one of those like locations. There's a lot of things yeah. in Sedona that like are really cool. Those red rocks, like I really get why they call it red rocks and everything. It's marvelous to look at, but we really didn't get much daylight, so it was yeah. all about kind of like capitalizing so all on of, our time. All of those things are considered like state parks, and they close around five. That's something I didn't there. know going yeah. in. I was like, I everyone said it closes up early, and I was like, all right, so 
But no, it really closed. Like, it closes. And I forgot that, like, these are parks, too. Yeah, so... Um, we didn't have much time to get to these places and they were a little, like a good, like 25, 30 minutes away from where we were staying. So Jake and I decided to just adventure on our own. Yeah. Um, we did get a tip to go, um, on airport road. There was like a good lookout, um, mm-hmm. two different good lookouts. So we did go right there and, um, we did pay for parking at one place and walked over to the scenic uh, outlook. Yeah. Uh, I did not like it because what did I say? I was like, this is a tourist spot. And it was. And it was, it was mobbed packed. with people. Yeah. And I just don't like that. And I think when you're trying to take in the beautiful atmosphere, I don't really want yeah. a ton of people around me taking selfies. I just, and- I just kind of like went into the week knowing that there was going to be a lot of touristy trap type things. Because, you know, if it's beautiful and if it's a you have to see this... There are going to be other people there. I agree, but this was not like a big area. Like it was different when we went to Horseshoe Bend and Mm -hmm. that was, there was a lot of people there, but everyone was spaced out and you still had like these moments to yourself where you could look at it and be like, wow, this is so beautiful. Yeah, this was tough because we're on the side of like a mountain. So like we, you know, there's only limited spots to actually stand. And then we're driving up against the sun too. I was like, you, you really braved the sun a lot on these drives this week because you know, part of our rental, like, you know, mayhem that we were going through was also that Sam was the only, the only one, like, on the, like, what do you call contract, it? Yeah, on the contract to drive. So I was like, all right, Sam, this is your show. This is you now. Um, but it was, uh, I would say it was like, uh, like, going into the week, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be some touristy, you know, stops. However, after that sunset and after we got our little... Uh, what what do you call what we saw a guy that looked homeless. He was selling jewelry. Yeah, he was selling jewelry. Um, that was charged by the vortex, and I don't know mm, what that means. Mm. And I meant to look it up when we got home, um, and I didn't. But apparently, there's a vortex over there, and his jewelry was charged by it. And there were some really beautiful pieces, and there were trees and and stones, and and you know, just very spiritual type jewelry and although it's not something I would personally wear we bought one to use as a Christmas ornament because everywhere I travel I try to get a Christmas ornament to bring back um, so that we always have those memories of places we've been to. Yeah and we've done a really good job because we've traveled a lot recently and we've always you know been able to get that so you know now Arizona, Dallas, California, Niagara Falls, and this is just in the last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's impressive what we've been able to, you know, figure out with that. But but that was our first day, and fortunately, after that touristy trap, and we went back, and we we're like, well, what do we do now? I'm taking credit for this one. I was like, why don't we just go on the other side of the road? And we just drove around for a little bit, and it was really pretty, and we were alone, and we wanted to get out and walk, but it, we're in like a, like a village, like an area where people live and they didn't allow you to just pull up and park in front of their houses and walk around. So that was a little bit more difficult, but it was still just a really pretty night. And, you know, we have this new device <laughs> that helps us take pictures. Uh, Sam, do you know about this at all? I absolutely do. Let me tell you, let me tell everybody right now. This is without a doubt the best $25 I have ever spent in my entire life. I'm not kidding. I bought a tripod from Amazon and you 
it sets up. I think it goes to like six feet maybe or five feet. About that. And it folds up nicely. So you can also use it as a selfie stick. But you can put your phone in it or you can attach a camera if you have a camera. Um, And a GoPro I think also attaches as well. Um, I only have our iPhones. But for people who are traveling as a couple or for people who are traveling alone and you want to get some shots together, but you don't want to... And you're in the nature, so you might yeah, not be seeing Yeah, so you're not people, around anybody yeah. or you're in a COVID world and you don't want to ask mm. anybody to touch mm. your stuff. Mm. This was the best thing that I have ever purchased. And the, the pictures that we have from it are beautiful. And I really like got into the whole taking pictures and making it a good scene and making sure that they look nice. This was an awakening for Sam Swayze yeah, because like- you were like, oh my gosh, I love this. And it really did work out because when we went to do our own adventures, it was nice not having to just take selfies. Like I love a good selfie and, you know, trying to figure out the right angle and everything. But you can't get but, everything. But you can't get everything. And some pictures, uh, where, when you're in front of this much like great nature, selfies aren't doing the trick because your faces are covering over half the screen when in reality you want a lot of that background that a lot of that scenery so it's important to have that so it really worked out well and that first night you know um considering our limited time in Sedona it I I still thought it was successful we went out to dinner not exactly successful but again Sedona's not known for restaurants and everything was closed at six o'clock we could have went to a nice one but Seeing as how we spent five hours on a plane and however much time traveling just to get there, we were I was exhausted, so I didn't care where we ate, so we just went to a little local spot. But we did try uh, breaded cactus. Yes, that's true. And, uh, yeah. You could do without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say... Do that- not buy $9 worth of breaded cactus because it is... Fried green tomatoes. That's I've, all it is. I've never had a fried a fried green tomato. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit like fried zucchini sticks or something along those lines. Yeah. I feel like it could have it could have been better. Like I, the place yeah, we went to yeah. was not anything special. So I think if we had went to a better place and they really like breaded it nicely and gave you I don't know just something a little bit more, maybe it would have been better. But. At least we tried something local and different. And I would absolutely agree. I, I, You know what? I saw it on the menu and I was like, well, we have to try it. Because I'm that type of person where I'm like, when in Rome? When in Sedona? You know, like, I'm like, when am I ever going to get a chance to try fried cactus or breaded cactus or whatever it was? Um, you know, and, and now I tried it. I don't ever have to have it again. But okay. So that was cool, though. It was a fun night. And then we went back to the hotel and just called it an early night. Because we had a big day ahead of us tomorrow. Um, We woke up Sunday morning. And before leaving town, we were like, you know what? Let's try and get a couple more pictures. We have time. Um, That day, we were heading to the Grand Canyon. Right? Sunday was Grand Canyon. which was another two-hour drive. Yeah, which was a two-hour drive. So it was like we knew coming in we're going to be driving a lot. And Grand Canyon Day, this was a big one. Like this was, you know, to me coming into this, I was like, look, I want... To, I want to milk everything out of the Grand Canyon. I want to get as much time with it as possible because, to me, this was like the trip. This was why we were going. I don't know if that's how you looked at it, but I was like, yeah, I, I'm not saying like, I know we were going for your dad's birthday. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, in like, I was like, we're going to Arizona because of the Grand Canyon. Like, you know, if the Grand Canyon wasn't there, we probably wouldn't be going to Arizona. We'd go somewhere else. But that's just how I looked at it. So I was like, all right, Grand Canyon Day. But before leaving Sedona, 
We did climb up. Do we? Do we know what that was called in the morning? I don't remember the name. I know it was on Airport Road. So if anybody's yeah. been there before, they they did say that it was like a summit. Yeah. That we climbed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was beautiful. It was. I thought it was a little bit of a tough climb. Just in terms of like where you're putting your foot, because you're yeah, you're surface. climbing actual rocks. Surface. There was a little. There was wind that made it a little bit scary. Uh, I'm not exactly an ankles kind of guy, <laughs> so like knowing that my injury history, I was I was a little nervous at times. Yeah, but we made it to the top. We did it. Yeah, and the views were incredible. Yeah, 360 degrees of uh, incredible views, and it was so worth going up there and spending you know the extra half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Before leaving town, just to like get up there, see it, take a couple good pictures because I, that was one of the best views of the whole trip. So I and, and I said this to you at the day of, and I still believe it. No matter if we're in California or Texas or Arizona, I feel like the best things we always end up doing are the ones that are super spontaneous. The ones that are like, you know, we kind of want to just say, no, nah, let's just go, forget about it. But it's like, no, let's let's take the extra half hour. Let's do it, and then we look back on the podcast and we say, wow, what a what a what a time. I agree. I so, thought it was beautiful. Yeah. And then also the drive to the Grand Canyon in the beginning of the drive is very pretty and scenic, and you go through um, like some mountains and you pass like the slide rock area. So although we didn't really get to go in there, we got to see like you know the river or whatever that's yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, and drove through some mountains also against the sun, so that was tough. Yeah. That was a tough drive, and I was just, you know, being your navigator, and then we would lose internet, and then I'm like, well, I can't do anything anymore because I don't have an atlas on me. Uh, but we hit the road from there, some very scenic shots, just leaving. You know it was crazy, too, and I noticed? I was like, okay, we're in Arizona, we're in Phoenix, and we see cactus everywhere. By the time we make it up to Sedona, there's no cactus. And then we're driving around, and we're in that Grand Canyon area, and we're in, like, the northern part of Arizona, and I'm like... There's not a lot of cactus here. It was kind of weird how like the cactus would start and then kind of just like faded away. I was like, oh, shoot. I, I guess I overestimated uh, what cactus life was like out here. Yeah. I mean, we saw a ton when we were driving, like, yeah, when we were getting out of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, we're, yeah. we're in Arizona. This yeah. is it. Desert and cactus. Yeah. And then, yeah, they really disappeared for a while. Mm-hmm. So we made it to the Grand Canyon. Um there, it was a very scenic drive at time. Was that the one where we went had to go through Navajo country for no. a little bit? No, not yet. Okay. So, are you sure? I'm th- yes. No, I'm sure. Okay. This was the drive that started uh, out yeah. in the mountains a little bit, and yes. then it just kind of became like interstate roads. Yes. Okay. So, we yeah, I, I remember it now. It was just a lot of open area for a while. Uh, we made it to the Grand Canyon. We spent. We met up with your brother, your sister-in-law, and your niece and nephew. Uh, which I gotta say, if you're bringing kids to the Grand Canyon, that is the most stressful environment in the world. There's not a lot of netting. There's not a lot of fences. It's more like you're responsible for your like surroundings. Stick to the paths. Don't die. Like I, I, I had a very much like a you know what? It's your own fault type of vibe when I was there. Yeah, I mean you can't. You take your eyes off your kids for a second. You might they you might lose them. Yeah. It was it was For scary real. it was scary in a way but they I mean they behaved really well I think my sister in law was a little nervous yeah um, and just kids in general are a little antsy so they didn't stay there too long but I'm glad we got to experience that part with them and just the first time that you see the Grand Canyon 
is it's just like breathtaking yeah. and you're just like wow like I can't believe that this exists and I will say it's interesting and we did talk about this that I always pictured the Grand Canyon and and maybe there's I know there's a bunch of different parts that you could go to we were coming in from the south right we were in the south rim yes we were in the so south rim. I, I just always pictured the Grand Canyon that you kind of just drive up and you get out of your car and you see it but this was like a whole almost like park situation where you have yeah. to go through a front gate and you pay and then there's just like tons of different places you could go. I mean, it was huge. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was interesting too. And in the part where we went, there was hotels and lodging and little cabins and things like that. And then the whole overlook, yeah. but just, it makes you feel so small mm-hmm. when you see something that grand. It was, and it was really beautiful. Oh, well, well done with the grand. By the way, your post that was my quote that I gave you on your Instagram no post. One no one will know. Well, uh, thousands of listeners will know now. Um, you, you nailed it, though, with the Grand Canyon. Like, you see it and you're like, oh, my God. And, like, there were a couple points where I just, like, stopped and just wanted to sit down and just, like, look. Because I was shocked at, A, how, like, quiet it was. I thought that was, like, very – it was very peaceful. It was nice to, like, look around. It's not like there was, like, music playing and there were, like – you know, there were other people there. But, like – Everything was so spaced out because it's, you know, the Grand Canyon. It's huge. And even though, like, I, I was told going in, okay, this is Grand Canyon. It's a big canyon. Big place. A lot of room. Like, I still have never seen anything so big. So, like, to me, this was just, like, I can't believe I underestimated how big it was going to end up being. To the point where, you know, I'm looking at the map. They give us a map when we go into the Grand Canyon area. Uh, you know, you pay to get in. And I'm just assuming all of these points, you're just looking at the Grand Canyon and it's just a different angle. And I had no idea, and I don't know what I was expecting, but I had no idea that going in each one of these points, which they had like a hundred of them, each one of these points is a, is a completely different angle, completely different view. You see... Stuff in this one spot and like Mallard Point and Lippin Point and all these different points, you see all these different things that you're like, wow, I had no idea. I had no idea it was going to look like this and it was a completely different view. And to me, that was so worth it because I had no idea going in that it was going to be different viewpoints that like everyone will have their favorite views from like different areas, right? Yeah, so I'll say this that maybe I was just tired, but after a certain point in the begin more in the beginning, I was getting to the point in my mind where I was like, "Oh my gosh, it all looks the same. Like how much more hiking and walking could we do where it's going to look any different?" I was like ready to move on, and then this is when we hopped in the car and did like one of their like driving trails, which I think the whole thing is 23 or 26 miles long. I know we drove a long time. That was just the one corner we were in. Though. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. the the trail that they like tell you to go oh, on yes, and, stop, yeah, and yeah. then stop at different viewpoints. I think the whole thing was something like 26 miles long. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. We drove and then we would stop at the different viewpoints. And that's when it started becoming just special again because it was like yeah. we're seeing it from a different view. Yeah. And that's when it really got more quiet to me. It was like when, yes, we, got yes. away, when we got away from We got from away from the Grand Village yeah. with all the and stores so and like stuff. Yeah. We might be at a lookout that like maybe 10 other people are out, but it's just quiet. Yeah. And it's like just so nice. Like it's just really quiet. And yeah. those, so those were more of the moments that like I took in. And then we got to start to see like towards the end of some of those views 
Where you can then see like the river yes. with the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that was really cool because we couldn't see that at the first point. But then you move along and you're like, oh, I see it at this point. And it tells you what you can see. And I would say like one of the favorite things that I saw like the whole trip was like the grand view or whatever. It was like the grand point. It was grand something. I know, Grand Canyon. But like it was a grand something point. I think and it was like grand view point. Grand view. Yeah, because the view was grand. <laughs> um, the grand view point because we got out, we parked, and then there was like this little trail where it was basically like a straight drop. So you were just zigzagging back and forth going down. And we got a great picture on top of these rocks where we kind of had to like leap out onto the rocks. Very risky. But when I saw like this tiny little four-year-old do it, I was like, all right, I think we can make it. Um, but I was very careful. You were too. Like the whole trip, I was like, look, let's just take it easy. Let's take it slow. We have time. I know you're like laughing at me I, saying well, these just things. just because I felt like I was the reckless one. I was like, I'm going here to take a picture. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on like, the edge of glory. And, and I'm I like, just slow down. <laughs> what's an extra five <laughs> seconds when taking this in? And I'm like, the last thing I need is for Sam to disappear in the Grand Canyon and everyone's going to think of me as a murderer for the rest of my life. Uh, but I will say, when we went to those points, it was just like, I there was a point where like, you know, we we're hiking up and down the trails and we got to a point and I was like, let's just stop for a second. And at first I was like, because I just want a breather. But then I sat there and I was just like looking. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And I had no idea I was going to take it in like I did. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful for it. It was such a great day. It was so cool. And, I'll, you know, unforgettable. That one stop, the Grand View point view, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you could hike all the way down to the bottom, they were saying. Yeah. And then there's also like canyons or caves that you could also hike through. Yes. Um, and I just There's had, like a mining trail down yeah, there. Yeah, but you could go deep down there. And mm-hmm. I can't remember how far down they said it was. I feel like something like 15 miles down. It was something, it was a long one. And so people, I think it was, yeah, 13 People miles, I think go yeah. and then some people even camp out there. But I had to laugh. Like we saw a couple coming up and someone asked them if they went all the way down. And he was like, no, not all the way, just to like the bottom. And I was like, isn't that it? And then that's when like we read and we we're like, no, there's these like caves and canyons that you can go down. And I was like, how? Like what we learned, <laughs> what we learned on this trip is that this is like a lifestyle for people out there. Yeah. Is that they just... They wake up every day and it's like in a new adventure and they're doing trails they've never done or trails they love to redo over and over again. And the Grand Canyon is just so big. You, you can spend a lifetime out there just exploring it. And that's kind of like the vibe I got from a lot of people to the point where you and I are like, wow, wouldn't this be something to make this like our thing to like come back out here and check this out and do this all over again? Like this is like it's motivation to like get yourself out there again, you know? Well, it did surprise me how much I loved everything. Like yeah. I I like the outdoors. Like I love the beach and I do like nature and I've, you know, I prefer to go work out outside and go like for walks or runs over like being in the gym. But this took it to a whole nother level yes. where it's like, yeah. I really need to get myself in tip top shape and let me go climb some mountains because I am with you. It yeah. was just like, it was just so beautiful. And yeah. I just like couldn't stop taking it all in. And I just felt so like peaceful and yes. just, I've never felt that before. Yeah. Uh, like not like that, you know, like I appreciate nature and everything, but there was something about it being out there and, and it was, it was amazing. So now, part of Grand Canyon Day uh, was after we left, um, 
we were spending the night under the stars. Yes. We did under canvas, which your brother did as well and his family. And we got a tent, which these tents, like if you haven't seen them before, it's they're they're legit. It's not like they're can- it's a canvas. It's tent. a canvas tent. Yeah, well, it's a canvas tent with a bed, uh, a stove to keep you hot, um, lamps. They Lan- even have lanterns. Lanterns. Call them Sorry. By the proper name. Sorry. And that is it. That's La- all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. That was in there. That's true. They had like carpeting and flooring down so that like you know you're not walking on the ground, but. It is pretty cold, and you have to, like, take care of it, but it was... What a setup they have there, because it's so pretty, it's so cool. We got to see, like, the pink sunset and everything, like, that was really nice, and then they have this really cool nighttime setup, and, like, you know, you're not just... It's not just a bunch of small tents. They had these big tents where their main offices were in, and they cooked food, and they had dinner for people, and they had uh, s'mores. They had some campfires with some... You got complimentary s'mores mm-hmm. as part of your nightly stay. It was really cool. I thought it was awesome. I will I will say this. I have never been camping before. I've always wanted to. Never been camping. But I, you've been glamping. Well, I thought that have. this was glamping. I don't even think it's glamping. I think it's a step down from that. I think this is glamping. I don't know because I've never been glamping. But you know what? You go, to me you like, go camping and then me, you, you compare this to no, camping. Glamping yeah. to me, though, is like you're getting a cabin and you have your own bathroom. Like we no. didn't have our own bathroom. No. It was just the bed. So that's the only thing that made it glamping was that we had a bed. This was like B minus glamping. Okay. You're thinking of A plus, a plus glamping. Okay. But... I, like, I still loved it, and I yes. would a hundred percent do it do it again. Absolutely, and, yeah. but I'm talking about like you have just your tent. There's you know there's no lock on it or anything, so I was like, how are we going to be safe from any like axe murderers that come through this desert? Well, but, they have a zipper. Yeah, but no lock. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. It's a zipper. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a different experience, it and was, that's what but, we wanted. We wanted. Yeah, we, we were only going to do one night there because not only was this like you know it's pretty expensive to be doing this. Which is insane because, you know, you're sleeping outside. Um, but we were like, I don't know how long you could do this for. And when we, afterwards, we talked about, we are like, I don't think we could do more than two nights of that. Probably not. I think, yeah. I feel like two nights would be enough. But when you're out all day and you get so tired. That's a good point. Yeah. And yeah. like by night, you don't care really so much what you're sleeping in. Yeah. You're not spending the whole day in these tents or in this little like village. You're going out to the Grand Canyon and then you're coming back and staying the night there. Which I think it was perfect for because that's all I wanted to do anyway. I wanted to go to the Grand Canyon and I just wanted to spend the night under the stars. Now, and this is where we got to. Going into the trip, one of the things I really, really wanted to do was see like the Arizona sky at night under the stars. Because my whole life I've been told like, you know, there's so many stars and stuff in the sky that you can see. And then I go out and see the sky at night in New Jersey and all it really seems like is like, oh, there's a couple stars. It's usually kind of like a foggy sky where like you could see the light from New York City and basically everywhere on the Jersey Shore coming in. So like I've never really gotten that like great outdoors, like out there sky, like that big sky country. And I know this isn't big sky country. I know that's like the Montana area, but this was something something else. You know, we went after our night of uh, you know, marshmallow roasting marshmallows with the kids 
and we got to meet some other people, which was crazy because the people that sat down next to us at the campfire were like, oh, where are you guys from? We're like, oh, New Jersey. And they're like, oh, we're actually from New Jersey too. Uh, whereabouts? We're like, oh, um, well, they're from Freehold. We're from uh, Asbury Park. They're like, oh, we're from Marlboro, which is just like the craziest thing in the world that you go to Arizona and, and the people sitting next to us are from Marlboro. Um, however, I uh, like after that was all done, we got to see the stars in the sky, and it was as advertised. We we just sat there under the sky, under the stars for a little bit. It was it's indescribable. I couldn't get a good picture of it because you just no, can't do that. Can't, no. um, and it was it was like imagine a pitch black wall, and then you have like white paint, and you just do that like flick of the wrist where just white goes all over the place, but it's just dots and specks. And that's all it was. Like, you couldn't go, you couldn't look anywhere and not see, like, a star in the sky. Like, no matter what, you open your eyes, and it's just a bunch of stars in your eyes. I thought that was so cool. It was one of the things I wanted to see the most when I was out there, and I'm glad we did that. Um, It was so cool to see at night. There was very limited lights from the tents and the under canvas. And the best part was... I woke up in the middle of the night because I really had to pee. And I was like, I don't want to go to the community bathrooms at this point because A, it's really dark. B, I heard coyotes. And that was confirmed because other people heard coyotes too. Uh, which was really cool because you hear one that was like, oh, they do that typical one. And then there's like three other ones with different cadences. Like, oh, and then I was like, oh. Like it was, it was like they're a band. I know I'm not doing the coyote sound the per- perfectly right now, but... I'll say that's kind of like what it felt like. Um, and then when I woke up in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., I went back out there and it was even more incredible. And I'm pretty sure that thing that we're underneath was like the Milky Way galaxy where you could see kind of like the streak in the sky. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been able to see it before, so I don't even know what I was looking at. I know. I bet some people are like, how how, like, how nice could this guy really be? But I'm telling you, it was incredible. Yes. And in these tents, you can get different kinds of tents. So you can, of course, get tents like we did. Oh, yeah. Or you can get the kind that has a bath... Uh, a bathroom in it as well. So my brother did the one that had that. So it was a bigger one, but it also came with what they called a stargazing window. Mm. So above their bed, they the had stargazer lounge. <laughs> above their bed, they had a window and I wasn't jealous about it at first because we also had a piece on our tent that we could unzip into a screen and we were able to see the sky that way. But my brother did say that like he was waking up every hour to put wood in their oven to keep it warm for him and his kids. Yeah. And he said at some point between like three and four o'clock, he saw a ton of shooting stars. Yeah. I and, that. Or like maybe even comments, comments. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's what they And to. it was just while he was laying there. And so that was the only part that I was a little bit jealous. I was like, I could have probably rolled over at one point, looked up and seen something. Yeah. That would have been cool. I'm not going to lie. Like that would have been awesome to see. Um, I missed that, and but the stars themselves, just seeing that was really something. Especially since I was out like peeing in the middle of the night, and you're still in bed, and I'm like calling to you. I'm like, Sam, this is unbelievable. I do not like to be woken up when I fall asleep, and I was woken up multiple times that night while I was. Sleeping. I'm not taking the blame for that. We're, no, we're we're outside for that. Huh? Interesting. We're okay. outside. He's not going to take blame for that, but I'm not taking blame for that. This is. 
this is wild. We are in the wilderness. But so I don't that's remember, where wild I don't comes remember from. Anything in the wilderness waking me up except for you. Yeah, well, this is was wild to both of us. You were more of a fragile sleeper out there because okay. you're easily woken up because So it had nothing there's... to do with like, you know, being shoved awake. That was No. Oh, okay. Did someone shove you? Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, <laughs> Not in a hard way, but you know, like you shook me awake. Well, we got to look into that. <laughs> I'll have to investigate. Um, it was something though. It was great hearing the coyotes and then uh, we woke up super early, a little uncomfortable after a night of, uh, is it too cold in here? Do I need to start the yeah, stove? It's... I started the stove. <laughs> then you're like, it's way too hot. Turn it off. We turned it off. I woke up in the middle of the night. I was freezing cold. <laughs> It was wild. Uh, it got to the lowest was like thirty five degrees. And it did, yeah, it was quite the drop. I'm not not saying it's. At first, I was so fearful when we went to sleep. I was like, maybe we should start a fire because I don't want to freeze to death. And then as soon as we started the fire, I was like, I'm too hot. There's no way I could sleep with this on. Like we because talked I'm the, about it. I'm for, like the hottest sleeper in the planet of Earth. We talked about it for ten minutes, and I'm like, why don't we just do it? Because you're just going to be talking about it until you get too cold. And then we do it, and it's on for 10 minutes, and you're like, this is impossible. It was so hot. It got very, very hot. And then, yeah. yeah, and then we went to bed, and Jake woke up freezing, and I was like, I'm okay now, so. Well, you were wearing a lot of layers at that point, and at that point, I was sleeping like I always sleep in New Jersey, and just like my boxers, and I was like, all right, well, that's that's the part that has to change. I put on some layers, and it was all good. We woke up, though, in the morning, ready to hit the road, because I was like, all right. Um, it was still dark when we woke it up, was still, we woke up it at was, like 5 a.m. Yeah, it was still dark. And this day was boat day. Monday, we're going to Page, Arizona, where it was our AKA boat day because uh, your dad rented a boat. Uh, Justin and the kids and Kate were going to meet us and your parents there. And like it was, we rented the boat for the whole day. We're going on what I thought was the Colorado River. I was wrong. We weren't going to the Colorado River. Um, but in my defense, that's what I was told. I was wrong. I, I thought we were going to be going like in and out of the Grand Canyon. But as I also learned, like the Grand Canyon is this just like, it's basically its own state. It's bigger than Delaware. So like uh, for the fact that like Grand Canyon, like, yes, we were kind of in the Grand Canyon. We just weren't where I thought we were going. That being said, for not doing what I thought we were doing, <laughs> What a day Paige was. Yeah. Uh, it started out by going driving through Navajo country, which is like really cool for the first like five minutes. And then the next like two hours is super <laughs> You're boring. Telling me. I was falling asleep at the wheel. But then. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but then as you get to one point, as you get closer to Paige, that's when like the mountains really kick up and you start yeah. doing that drive through them again. And they're just all red and beautiful. And so then, you know, you get, you get excited all over again because of the view. And, um, but yeah, we arrived, got some food, got some beer and we were like, let's get on this pontoon. Yeah. And then once we did get on the pontoon, what a day. Uh, this was one of the, easily one of the top highlights of the whole trip because uh not only was this this was the water that closest reminded me to one of the greatest experiences i can remember um which was going to canada with my friends after graduating high school we went to banff and the glacier water that came down to fill up like the man-made pool there that was spectacular that was something where i was like i'll never remember i'll never forget 
how cold and clean that water was. And this was the closest thing to that. It was cold, but it was like refreshing. It just like, it almost felt like healthier to be there. It wasn't like we're dealing with like New Jersey crap water. No, it was beautiful. I can't, that was one of my favorite days of my life. And I almost hate saying that because my younger brother and his wife weren't there. Um, and I don't want to like, not brag. your fault. I know. I don't want to brag too much or the, or like say that they missed out, but that was one of the my favorite days of my life because it was just so beautiful yeah and the water was just so crystal clear and i just keep calling it crisp like it was just so crisp and there was like no seaweed there was no trash yeah um my mom and i were talking after and you know we're like we don't know if we're just on this high from the day or like but we feel like it cleared up our skin and our hair is softer and like (laughs) and your ring was shiny yeah i i wore my ring around all trip and i don't know what ladies usually do but i didn't feel comfortable ever taking it off because i just didn't want it to get misplaced lost stolen i don't know yeah Yeah, yeah. so I, i wore it everywhere and that means it came in the water with me but it cleared up that ring. Like I was going to yeah. have to get it cleaned when we got back mm-hmm. and it that did the trick shined for it. it right up. Yeah. Uh, Paige was, I mean, you know, so this was Lake Powell was the name of this place too yes. in Paige. Um, it was so pretty. The boat we had too, which was great because it had like, it was a double decker. So if people wanted like some sun, you can get sun. If you want some shade, you got that. It had a grill, which almost caught the whole boat on fire. Allegedly. But alleg- Allegedly. Whoa, no, I saw it. I saw that. Your brother was dealing with with a fiery grill at the time. Uh, and everyone was just like commenting too. He's in the middle of like a crying kid, people yelling at him. Your mom's like, Justin, the grill's on fire. And he's like, I know! It was. I felt bad, but I was like, I was like, can I help with anything? <laughs> I'm just like trying, but at the same time, like, you know, sometimes the best way to help is to just get out of the way. Um, but it had a slide that went into the water, mm-hmm. which was so much fun. That like, usually I see a slide and I'm like, I'm not a big slide guy. That's not my scene. But this was like a really good slide, and it had like a like kind of like an, a built-in hose that always kept it wet for you too. So like you know that way you're not dealing with like you know burning of the slide. And uh, we got the kids to go down it, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Justin wanted to get like a typical like boomerang of him going into the water catching a beer. Uh, that didn't work, uh, but we tried. We were jumping off the tops of the pontoon. Yes, yeah, that I didn't like uh, because I was just worried. Uh, I was but like, you did it. I did it, yeah. But I, I was worried at the time. I was like, I might slip, might fall, mm-hmm. might you know whatever. But it was just such a fun day. Like I'm, I, I'm at one point I was like, I don't want to go back. Like, yeah. you know, we were talking about spending the extra money to get the extra hour or two. But, uh, you know, I could tell, like, people were getting a little tired. And someone pointed out, they're like, it does get dark really quick early here. And it's like, you don't want to be, like, it, you don't want it to get dark and be on the boat because, like, you know, then it gets cold really fast, too. So yeah. we didn't really want to deal with that. So it was great. And what we haven't even talked about, we didn't even know we were in Utah at one point. We went <laughs> yeah. to Utah. We were like in the lake and we were, you know, this was part of the problem with the Grand Canyon days. We we're trying to figure out the time it was and our watches or our, our, our phone clocks were like freaking out. At, the car clock was, didn't know what was going on. Apparently we went point, into mountain time. Yeah. At one point when we were driving through the Grand Canyon and we were going up towards the east side, I think we hit, we must have hit Utah or something. I yes, don't know. yeah. And my, the car time was saying one hour. My 
cell phone was saying a different hour, but then the arrival time on the GPS was saying a different hour. Yeah. I was like, we're time hopping here, but the same, a it similar was, thing was, happened at the lake. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, and it turns out when we went to Utah, we went into mountain time and this was something that like we just weren't prepared for, but it was, you know, apparently normal out there. I didn't really know what to expect, but it was kind of funny cause we we're just like, you know, we're just time hopping around. We're time travelers. Yeah. Um, but when we went into Utah, one of the first stops on the boat, which was great because we thought it was going to be like a boat that doesn't move at all, and it had some get up, and we were traveling around that lake, and it was so close, and even though Antelope Canyon, we couldn't go in, I thought we could sneak our way in there, but apparently they said we couldn't, because uh, I saw kayakers in there. I was like, we could sneak around that. No, I think the only way you could fit in was through kayaking. So Antelope Canyon was closed because of um, it's on the Indian Reservation and they're closed because of COVID. Mm. So I still think I still think we could have figured out how to get in there. Regardless, a lot of fun, and then we got off on like the beaches of Utah and just laid down in this like like powdery white sand, and we got some nice pictures. That ooh, like I just sent a chill down my spine thinking about the powdery white sand, Um, and that was really cool. Just like hanging out on those Utah beaches. And just like what a day, like you know, like what what an unbelievable day of just clean, like the the whole like the whole scenery. You got to go right up next to it and put your hands on the rock and just see like just how big everything was around us. And at the end of the boat day, you and I got out and jumped off of rocks into the water. Uh, we braved it. We did. We braved it. Was it. A, it was a tricky one. We had to jump out of the boat and swim for a little. Then we had to climb up on rocks, and it was very slippery because of, like, whatever mm-hmm. algae or whatever that were on the rocks. And then we had to climb rocks even more. And from our from the video I posted, it doesn't look like it was very high. Oh, yeah. But it, w- it, looked, it was higher than it looked. I would say, pro- like, a good 20, 20 feet or so. I think so. I mean, like, yeah, it was pretty high. Like, to a point where when I was in air, I could feel the speed picking up when I was falling. And of course, I like had my arm like out in front of me. So when it hit the water, it hit hard, yeah. and I was like, "Damn!" Like, yeah, I, I just didn't yeah, really you know had how pencil to pencil it. Yeah, you had to pencil that um, because I I was like my arm was like feeling a little numb after. That. I was like, "Geez, this was this was rough." But we brought the boat back in one piece. It was totally fine. There was <laughs> nothing wrong with parking the boat. <laughs> but. Um, after boat day, it was like, all right, then we went out. We had a little barbecue dinner, which was pretty good. It was a highly regarded place in Page. And uh, to be honest, like... It's like the only place in Page. Yeah, I, that's what I was getting. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm starting to see that, like, it's so highly regarded because there's not a lot going on around here. Um, with that being said, cornbread muffins at... Uh, what was it? Big John's Barbecue? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Big John's Barbecue and Page... Cornbread muffins were out of this world. Uh, super fresh too, right out of the oven. For yeah, us. yeah, because they told us like a million times that's why we don't have our muffins is because they're still in the oven. Uh, but we got out of there. We like finished up our night in Page. Went back to the hotel, which was nice to be spending a night in a hotel after like being outdoors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. But then we left the next morning. Got a couple souvenirs, which I got like my favorite hat in the world now because I never have hats that aren't Cleveland sports. So it's pretty cool that I have a hat that's not, and I love that hat. Uh, and we got a couple, like, you know, souvenirs, shot glasses, ornaments, things like that, before we hit the road to Scottsdale. Another four-hour drive. Four-hour drive. Oh, no, we went to Horseshoe Bend. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, before leaving town, we did stop at Horseshoe Bend, which was quite, quite a view. Uh, we went there with your parents, and that was a really nice way to like kind of just spend an hour, uh, you know, a little bit of a hike to get there, like, you know, 20-minute hike. Uh, and then one of the prettiest views of the entire Grand Canyon. I was a little nervous up on those rocks, though. Like, you <laughs> Aren't know. you always? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I care about you, Sam. Super. I wasn't going anywhere. Where you All about you have to yourself. do is trip. I mean, of course, we do have my dad who thinks that he could do whatever he wants. That's true, too. He yeah. was, like, climbing down and pretending to hang off the cliffs and things. And my mom was about to have a panic attack. Yeah. But that was another beautiful view. Just... I just, I can't say enough how beautiful everything was and just how completely different it is from what we see over here. And, you know, I was actually just talking to my uncle recently about our trip and like we kind of agreed with what we were saying. He's like, everybody always wants to go to these islands like Cancun or Aruba. And he's like, but people don't realize how beautiful different parts of the U.S. really is. And how you should like focus on like seeing some of those places. And I was like, I really, yeah, I couldn't agree more. There's so many beautiful places that like we want to go to or have been to or just cool, interesting places. Mm -hmm. And I just like want to, don't get me wrong. There's definitely places I want to go to abroad that I've been dying to go to see. But this there, I just can't get over how beautiful it was. I've been saying this for a while because I'm like, you know, anytime someone asks like, where do you want to go? I'm like, you know, there's so much in the country that I haven't seen yet that I still want to see. And hopefully in the near future, we're going to check out Maine. We're going to check out the Pacific Northwest. I'd like to I go really to want to go back to Arizona. I want to go back. I want to do more in Powell. Like Zion or do Colorado. Or... I hear, yeah. So uh, our friends were telling us a little bit about Zion, which is in Utah, <coughs> right? And uh, I, I mean, hey, if it's anything like what we were experiencing, I'm definitely in for that. Um so after Horseshoe Bend, we did hit the road for our longest drive of the day. Uh, stopped in Flagstaff for some Del Taco. And, uh, well, you know, that was fast food, Mexican food. So we, it is what We it felt is. like we had to try it since it was a more West Coast thing. Yeah, I'm like, when are we going to get a chance and to do we Del didn't, Taco? We didn't want to waste time like doing a full-on eating somewhere. I will say. Um, I didn't like it. I will say the grilled chicken tacos were pretty good. <laughs> I'll say this. The shells of their tacos are much fresher than Taco Bell. Absolutely. Um, what yeah. I got, I did not personally like. Yeah. We all. didn't really know what to order because we were just looking online on what to order. And it's like, well, this is, I'm trusting these nobodies. I need to know, like, you know, I, I, I didn't know who they were. So, uh, but we did that and then we finally made it down to Scottsdale where we rented an Airbnb from Tuesday night through Saturday morning checkout. With uh, everybody. With everybody. Your parents were there. Your brother Justin's family was there. And then Matt and Britt met us there as well. Pretty dope house. Had a pool. Had a hot tub. Uh, basketball had, had, had court. A, like, uh, yeah, had a basketball court. Had a tether, tether ball. ball <laughs> had bocce ball. Had fire uh, a, a nice fire pit. A built-in grill. You name it. The works. Everything was great. And when we were in Scottsdale, this was the part of the trip that we were like, okay, we're here to relax a little bit. Uh, we, you know, we, The first part of the trip was adventuring. The second half is going to be relaxing. However, we didn't just sit back and do nothing. Mm-hmm. We explored a little bit. Uh, I went golfing one of the days with your brothers and your dad. They went golfing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Uh, so every morning that was possible. And to be honest, I think I golfed okay. You know, I know you can't speak to it because you weren't there, but you'll just have to take my word for it. I was okay. Uh, I shot somewhere in like the 120s, which uh, that's not a good score. But I will say that I had a good time. I didn't make a fool of myself. And at times, I looked just as good as Justin or and your dad. Uh, I never really looked at like I was as good as your brother, uh, Matt. So with all that being said, it was a lot of fun. It was a really nice, we went to Greyhawk, it was a really nice course. But the real, the real treat of Scottsdale was when we went UTVing. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, talk to us about that. So UTV is utility vehicle. Terrain vehicle? I don't know. It's not an it's not an ATV. I asked him if it was an ATV, Tori yeah, Mike, and, and he not... was like, "That's an all-terrain vehicle. This is a utility vehicle." And I was like, "Did we lose terrain in the so, UT?" It's not an ATV because it's not like you know a four-wheel like kind of. Well, it is four-wheel, but it's not like a. Um, it's like, like a, covered. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. like a cover over us, but it's still kind of open, mm-hmm. but not like a dune buggy. I don't know what the difference is between a dune buggy, dune buggy, and a UTV. Uh, I think dune buggies are meant for the dunes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And that was so, Jake <laughs> describing vehicles with Jake. So this place that we did, it was called, it was through a company called Desert Monsters, and there is no actual um, place for them. Uh, Brick got coordinates, <laughs> to, yeah, uh, of where we were supposed to meet, which I think is really like I don't know, undercover secret agent. Yeah, it was. It was out there. It was just the four of us: um, myself, Jake, and then my brother Matt and his wife Britt. And uh, so now we're following just this dirt trail and we show up and there's this like beautiful trailer with all these like beautiful um, UTV things and we get out and the guy's like, oh, you're not here for us. (laughs) Go behind us. Go to Mike's shed behind our our stuff. (laughs) And Mike was just behind their big, nice, fancy truck in like a a regular truck with like a uh, flatbed. And that had like the UTVs on yep. it. But he was the coolest guy. It was just us, nobody else. So it was just the four of us and our tour guide. Mm-hmm. And um, I drove first. You did. And I, you did a great job. I driving. did a great job. And our tour guide even told me how amazing I was at driving. I think that was more of just him flirting with you and just trying to no, like, get a I good review. No, I was that good. He knew that you were going to be the one to leave the review. which No, uh, I was the quietest one of the group. Yeah, but I'm sure he said the same stuff to Britt, too. I think he, he just talks to girls like that. Regardless, regardless. Continue. Sorry. Um, It was really cool. I Now, these things don't go super fast, but they felt fast. Yes. Yeah. So I think like we were talking. And you're on that tough terrain. Yeah, I think our average speed, we said, was like almost 30 miles an hour. Well, no, that was like the max speed. Like our average speed was like around like that's 21, 22. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but you're going over like hills, you're coming back down, you're like going through like the, um, just like the tough sand where it's like, you feel like you're, the vehicle is like gonna, um, like hydroplane, like type of thing. Um, you're hitting rocks, like stuff is flying in your face. You're wearing big goggles, a helmet and bandana. And somehow we still got dust in our eyes and our mouth. Oh my God. The dust and the sand was everywhere. I when thought we, I think we were wearing black and when we got out, you could see we were like filled with dust except for the seatbelt line. Yeah. You could see the line going across our chest for the seatbelt. But it was awesome. Yeah. I had so much fun doing it. And then, you know, like midway through, we stopped near like a river Creek area. Yeah. Um, and took some pictures and then you go up a mountain, which was very scary driving. Yeah. the uh, Up, up in the sun. But you know what? 
we're up, halfway but, through. But you feel like when I was driving up the mountain, it's almost like you feel like your car, like the thing is not going to make it and you're just going to like tip back over and roll back down the hill. And then we switched drivers. And then and he said you were the worst. And no, he did not say that. I was, I felt like a natural at this, if I'm being honest. It was one of those things where I was just like, wow, like this is great. Like it's allowed to be bumpy. Like, you know, when I'm driving this time because I'm on a bumpy road. Um, and you were white knuckling the, 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 the handlebar well, in front of us. It's different being in the passenger seat. Yeah. yeah. I, I let go after a while. Yeah. Yeah. At that. first. That's what I said. At first you were white knuckling it, but once we got comfortable, I was, I was like, I was, I was screaming at the top of my, I was like, Woo-hoo! I was, I, I was doing like the rock and roll symbol. I was having a blast with that. And then we got, and we did like the sunset pictures and we got a lot of really cool pictures of us doing that. Um, it was so cool. I was kind of hoping we would see a snake a little bit, like like five percent of me wanted to see a snake at some point because he was telling me he was telling us about he was like yeah you know you'll get those Mojave uh, desert rattlesnakes and I'm like oh yeah give me the Mojave desert rattlesnakes that's the stuff right there and uh, and we never actually saw them and he was telling us what would happen if you got bit and everything like that and we we're like this is quite the educational tutorial that we're receiving from tour guide Mike right now. Um, Regardless, though, what a fun day. That was so cool. We were super tired afterwards because it was like, I was shocked that even though we had a bandana covering our mouths, goggles, helmets, how much dirt and sand really got through. It was like every like two seconds, you're like, oh my gosh, it's stiff. And then it's like you go in the shower and like your nostrils, the inside of it is just layered in dirt. Oh, it was, it was pretty gross. But worth it. It was fun. Totally worth it. If you have a chance to do something like that in the desert, uh, definitely worth it. Check it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm all about trying new things, especially when you're in new places and just adventuring and exploring. And I feel like I'm just always about like, if you have the chance to do something, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so like, they were like, do you want to go UTVing? And I was like, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, you know, another great experience. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this was the part of the trip that was supposed to be relaxing, but we got to do something super fun because the rest of Scottsdale, it was a lot of just relaxing in the pool, drinking, doing some, you know, uh, getting some beers in. Uh, We did a very competitive volleyball game. (laughs) (laughs) Super competitive. Super competitive that I think went one round too long because, uh, you know, it was getting personal uh, I, I was, I mean, I was jawing at people, uh, you know, Brit thought I, I said F you to her, which I would never say that. So I don't know what she's thinking, but, uh, it was, it was chippy. It was competitive and it was unnecessary. <laughs> um, but in Scottsdale, what we did get to do was a lot of different restaurants. Mm-hmm. This was where we were going to be like, okay, there's a lot of like Guy Fieri type spots where he was like, he's been to these and said they're slamming and like blammo and these are these places are great. And uh, we went to Diego Pops, nice little Mexican place. That was really good. Uh, you liked it least of the places we went to. It was really good, but um, I liked... Um... The main dishes were was not what I liked there. Like my mm-hmm. my tacos were good. I got fried. The apps were great. I got fried shrimp tacos and um, steak tacos. Uh-huh. But um, I felt like the apps were better. Like we got these Brussels sprout nachos that I thought were great. I couldn't stop eating them. And then they had like a sweet corn queso dip that was also really good that you just dipped with tortilla chips and that was like an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I I mean I I really liked the tacos, but with that being said, like you know I I totally got get where you're coming. Yeah, from. Yeah, we had some other really great food that trip that I was like that wasn't my number one spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we also went to Bootleggers, which was a barbecue spot. And smokehouse. Smokehouse. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it had a bacon board, like an appetizer sure of five different types of bacons. Uh, it had these like different wontons, which I don't know why they're as popular as they were because the wontons I thought were just fine. They were pork and shrimp wonton. And I didn't even taste shrimp. I didn't either. Uh, I mean, maybe they didn't have shrimp. Maybe those were just pork, but regardless. Uh, the uh, But what we got was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. This French dip sandwich. Yes. Yikes. Like, wow, that it was, was good. It was so good. So tender and juicy, and the bread. You the, got that, and I got brisket, but we split. We split. Yeah. yeah, and the bread was so fresh, and mm-hmm. the dip was just good. Yeah, it rivals one of my favorite sandwiches, which is the roast beef one from Fiori's. Yep, like yeah. it was that good. Yeah, I would maybe I mean, even maybe even slightly better. I'm not sure. I have a list, believe um, it or not, because I have lists not everywhere. You. Yeah, not Jake. I have a list of my top, like my favorite sandwiches in the world. And this is this is right yeah, there. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It's right in there. And then we did the brisket, which was also really good. But yeah. I feel like just nothing could beat the yeah the French the dip French was just dip. special. And I yeah. knew we should have each got our own because I knew we were gonna like it that much. I don't know something inside me. Yeah, knew. but at the same time, I'm just a big fan of like let's try as much as we can when we're out at these I, places. Yeah, same. Yeah. And then we got goat cheese mashed potatoes, and that those were phenomenal as well. That was and that, awesome. Shout out to Britt for really pushing those. That was awesome. Uh, goat cheese mashed potatoes, but also we're almost forgetting we had straight up moonshine. <laughs> we had moonshine flights, not just moonshine, moonshine flights. And they gave us, you know, you choose like, you know, three flavors of their like seven or eight flavors that they offer. And we, we almost got the same. You got strawberry. Uh, we got, uh, white lightning was where the difference was. Um, so, like, we first started with, like, the apple pie moonshine, and I was like, wow, this is great. It's not too much alcohol. It tastes delicious. And then the guy was like, yeah, that's kind of like our fake moonshine. <laughs> I was like, okay. Then we tried the blueberry moonshine, and, and yeah, my skin fell off my face. <laughs> um, and That'll then, put hair on your chest. And then, and then I did the white, uh, white lightning. I couldn't even try it. You couldn't even try it. it just even smelling it made my hair on fire. <laughs> And I and I downed that in one go because I was like, I'm the blueberry one. It was so hard going down. I tried to like sip it a couple times, and that was terrible. So I was like, White Lightning, we're just going with it. And uh, and yeah, it it earned its name, White Lightning Moonshine. Yeah. So, but it was. It, I mean, it was awesome. The whole th- the whole you know bootleggers was great. And then finally, the you know of the, all the food we had when we were out there, uh, we went to Paradise Valley Burger Company. And we got a couple different burgers there. We split them. Uh, we actually did a last second audible. We were told to get the country burger and then also the beer battered burger or whatever. And we switched it because we found, thought they sounded similar. And we got like their breakfast burger, which I forget what it was called. It was like the Brie burger. No, uh, the brulee burger. Brulee burger. Well done. Um, so we did the brulee burger. And then after that, uh, like that ended up being our favorite one. The brulee burger was so we had the brulee burger it was delicious and the pork fries the pork fries that's With right yeah it was basically chili, like one of the burgers chili cream sauce oh yeah yeah that was good and uh we would have got shakes but the 
you know, the the guy was so rude to us, the server, which like, you know, hey, look, I'm not trying to bash places on a hit podcast. You know, I know that this might cripple their, you know. It was just annoying because the guy before him that was taking the orders was so nice. Yeah. And then he was like, I'll be right back, guys. And then this other guy took over and he was so mean. And I was just like, eh, now I don't want a milkshake because you're mean. Yeah, I would agree 100%. So, uh, with you know, but that being said, that was another place where I was like, damn, these burgers are phenomenal. One of the best things I had on the whole trip was that brulee burger and those fries. But that was towards the end of the week. We ended up leaving Scottsdale, flying back the next day uh, with intentions to go back because yes. it was what a great trip. It was a phenomenal trip. And I was worried going in. You know, I was like, this is Jake's first trip with the Swayze crew and they don't call us the crazy Swayze's for nothing. So I was like, they don't this. I was like, this is not going to be like your family vacations. I was like, this is going to be no, it is a not. lot rougher. It but, is not gonna. but I feel like it wound up being so nice and there really wasn't like any big issues. And, um, it was just, I had a great time and I just, it's a vacation I'll remember forever. It was, it was, a hell of a vacation. It was extremely memorable. So much great stuff went in. And uh, it was like, I knew I was going to have a great time. I did not know how like amazing it was going to be and how much I was just going to be like blown away by everything. Okay, so uh, we still have to get to a few things in this podcast. And it's been a long time already on the pod. So we're going to quickly go through our top five, like, what did I say we wanted to do? Top five experiences, top five memorable. just like memorable moments of the vacation. All right, so I want you to start with five, work your way down, and uh, and you know how top fives work. Okay, Sam, so take us away with number five. Number five, I'm going to say the Grand View Lookout at the Grand Canyon. Okay. Um, that's the one where we had to kind of hike down a little bit and like, you know, climb like climb down some rocks and we went out on the ledge and took like some pictures. I just thought that was a really cool part of the whole Grand Canyon. So I'm mm-hmm. going to use that as my number five. Yeah, that's a great one. Might hear about that uh, in, in a little bit. Uh, number five for me was the UTV Sunset. I thought that was really cool. Uh, it was just like that picturesque, like everything you imagine when you think of like the Arizona sunset where like you'd have, you see the dark mountain and then you'd see in the background, there'd be like kind of like a, like a foggy mountain and the sun going down in a couple different colors. Uh, it was after a really fun time on the UTVs, but it was also really cool seeing the sun go down in the desert like that. Okay. Number four. Number four. I have... Eating the French dip sandwich. Wow, okay. <laughs> it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. You know what? That's fair. Uh, you know, There's nothing wrong with that being it because the French dip sandwich was, was that it good. It was the best thing I had all trip too. So yeah. It was really good. Okay, so it was the most memorable food thing you had the whole trip. So yeah, it should be on there. Uh, number four for me is the summit in Sedona. Uh, we almost didn't do this. It was a last second thing, but we heard that like your brother did it the day before and it was worth it. And to get up early in the morning and check out the 360 degree view of Sedona, I was like, this made Sedona all worthwhile just seeing the summit there. Okay, so number three. Number three, I'm going to say under canvas. I've always wanted to go camping. Yeah. Um, so this was like my introduction into that. Great And way I to just intro. like mm-hmm. will never forget the sky. And even when we got to see the sun setting, which was really 
pretty and cast that pretty like uh, pink purple yeah kind of sky and it was just a cool unique experience and I definitely want to go back and do it again somewhere else yeah my number three is a uh, Grandview Point uh, you just did this earlier uh, I I it was breathtaking it like literally was breathtaking I just couldn't get enough of it I know we had a lot to get to so we couldn't stay there very long but it was one of those things where I was just like I sat down. And I just looked around and I was like, it wasn't getting old to me. Like this was something that I was just really enjoying and really appreciating. And I rarely just like look at nature like that and just sit back and say, wow, this is something. But for that, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just so excited and I was really enjoying it. And I did really like that little trail you got to go down because it felt like you get to explore a little bit. Felt a little dangerous, but a little safe, you know, like all at the same time. So it was really cool. Um, all right. Your number two. My number two is the UTV. Yeah. The whole experience was just, just the whole the thing. whole experience was just really fun, but especially when we got up to the top and we can see the sunset and it was like mm -hmm. just the bright round sun like next to the mountain as it was like going down. I just thought it was really pretty and it was a cool experience to do together. Yeah. Uh, my number two is specifically the stars at night under canvas okay. so as much as i liked the whole under canvas experience i thought it was cool i thought it was a lot of fun it was really different but going in i was like i want to see the stars i want to see the night sky in arizona and it did not disappoint it was so cool the only thing that was disappointing was we only got one night because you know when we went to scottsdale it was different and everywhere else we were in it was like populated areas so you had like lights on and stuff like that uh, so we didn't really get the sky the same way that you did when we were right outside the Grand Canyon. But it was everything I wanted it to be, and I'm really happy that we got to experience it like that. Okay. Number one. Would you like me to go first, or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Lake Powell Boat Day. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. both of our number one. Uh, I mean, it, I just can't... I wish that, like, that was my life every weekend, where I could go out on a pontoon. But in that specific spot, like... The Jersey Shore, as much as I like it for like a beach and stuff like that, like it doesn't compare to this. And it really doesn't. I wish I could just see those canyons with the blue water like that every weekend and just have fun. And I, ugh, I just loved it. I can't. I loved it so much. It marked everything we want in a boat day. We were having burgers. We were getting tan. We got like the nice cool breeze, the cool air when the boat was whipping around. The scenery was incredible. The water was clean. The water was crisp, like you said. I couldn't get out of the water. Like, every time I, I got out, I wanted to go back yeah. in. And I was like, you know. And, and you know, like, I didn't have any, like, freak out moments of, like, oh, like, what's around? What's touching me? Like, there's seaweed. There's this. Or there's trash. Or it was just so nice. Yeah. And, like... It was cool too. We we moved around to different stops throughout the day, yeah. And it was interesting to see the different temperatures in the water as you moved around, yeah. Um, which I thought was cool too. And I love that picture of the two of us in the water, and you just have like those red rocks like in the background. Yes, and yeah. And it was just pretty everywhere we were. The sand was really cool. We went up to Utah beaches, and it was just a day we didn't want to, you know, to forget. When a day we'll never forget, and a day we didn't want to stop. So I want, I want to go back so badly. I want to go back. So if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about going to the Southwest, going to Page, Arizona, going to the Grand Canyon, Scottsdale, we got you covered. We know exactly what to, to tell you to do and what to do. Surprised that Horseshoe Bend didn't make either of our top fives. Our top fives are very similar. <laughs> it was very pretty. 
Mm-hmm. I when we were talking about doing top fives, you said it could include food, so that's why I included it. Yes, now I feel yeah. like a lamo because I did that. But um, it's not a lamo. That was a hell of a French dip. Horseshoe Bend was very beautiful. Like yeah, one of the most stunning things I've seen. But like you know, it was like you went there, you saw it, and then it was like, all right, let's go take this fifteen minute hike back up a little yeah. incline. Yeah. Yeah, I basically said, you know, it was Horseshoe Bend or it was the Sedona Summit. And the summit was just breathtaking because it was like 360 degrees of, like, would you get a load of this? Yeah. And it was like... And we climbed it. And we climbed it. It was rewarding, you know? Yeah, so... I mean, that's an honorable mention. It's an honorable mention. Easy, easy honorable mention. And another honorable mention is when we told spooky stories with Emma. Oh my gosh, and yeah. I told, almost she, forgot. And she told us we were going to die together. Yeah, she was like, tub. they went into a hot tub, they loved each other very much, and then they died. And she was like, what is, what, isn't that spooky? I'm like, yeah, all your stories are spooky. We <laughs> always did, die. She did tell us, though, that we were going to um, still be together in heaven. <laughs> That was really pretty and nice that she said that. However, uh, you know, a silver lining of an otherwise cloudy day. Uh, yeah, but she was, you know, she was funny and we were having a good time with her. So, uh, not great at the s'mores though. She needs to improve yeah, her s'mores she game. She doesn't like them burnt at all. Yeah, which is like okay, so you just want to like sit there uh, and just eat the stuff, not actually work for it. Regardless. This isn't just the Arizona episode. It isn't just the Jake and Sam is engaged episode. Halloween is in two days. It's a little bit of a you know, ooh, spooky. A uh, little bit of a different year with COVID going on. Uh, I don't really know if kids are going to be allowed to be trick or treating, and we're not, that's we're not celebrating. We're not celebrating. We're not Sorry, really doing kids. anything. We are. We're, we have a date uh, where we're going to Princeton. We're going to do a day date out there. Uh, do our own thing and allow our dog to go do uh, uh, Greenleaf Pet Resort and get a day of just running around with other doggies so she doesn't have to get anxiety about kids coming up and knocking on the door every five minutes on a Saturday. Uh, with that being said, Halloween is still a season. It's not just a day. It's not just a holiday. Yes, one of my favorite seasons. Thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, yes. And I said it before. You are like Thanos and getting your rings. It's like, okay, you know, the first ring was your engagement ring. Yeah, see how I did that there? But then it's like, okay, the fall weather. So then you can wear like your jeans and your sweaters. And you're like, yes, I'm now wearing my fall clothing, fall boots. You throw boots on. The leaves, the color of the changing of the leaves. Everything is spooky season. It's right up your alley. Um, With that being said, it's a different Halloween for us. Um, I'm going to do a little rapid fire for you, okay? Oh, wow, okay. I wasn't prepared for this. I know. I know. Favorite Halloween candy? Oh, Reese's. Reese's. Okay. That's just my favorite candy all around, but... Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, it's important to, like, you know, to specify. Because some people, believe it or not, some people don't want, like, chocolates at... at I only think of chocolates when I think of, like... What kind of monster uh, doesn't like chocolate? Well, they like chocolate, but they look at, like, Halloween as, like, a, you know, like the Skittles and Starburst and stuff. I'm like, no, I want my yeah. Halloween pull to be chocolates only. Yeah, I think I'm a more chocolate person. Although I do love a good Starburst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leaves in the fall or Ugg boots? Leaves. Leaves. I don't even okay. have Ugg boots anymore. Jack-o'-lanterns or spiderwebs? Jack-o'-lantern. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, tombstone or black cat? Black cat. 
Good, good answer. For people listening, Black Cat, my favorite animal. Witch? Werewolf. Witch. Mm, interesting. That brings me into our next topic. Uh, recently, we've been watching a lot of spooky movies. And I have been criticized publicly and privately for my lack of interest in Hocus Pocus. So we watched it. And now we are doing a movie review. Sorry, Nola. Woke up Nola with that slap. Okay, so He's giving you the death stare. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little three-part um, uh, movie review right now. We're gonna start off with Hocus Pocus. I liked it more this time around than the last time I watched it, which was probably a decade ago. Um, but you are the pro on Hocus Pocus, so why don't you kind of like walk us through it a little bit? Everybody knows Hocus Pocus. Yeah, well, you're the pro in this relationship. I okay, think. well, the three Sanderson sisters who are witches, um, they basically like create a potion and give it to children and suck the beauty out of them so that they themselves can become beautiful oh. and live forever. Mm. Um, so it starts out back in like the 1800s, three years ago from 1992 or three, whenever Mm -hmm. the movie came out. Um, and they get caught though and they get hung and, but they put a curse on saying that anyone who lights the black flame candle. Did they actually get hung? Because I didn't see that part. They don't like show you, but they see their their feet hanging. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, but a virgin who lights the black flame candle will bring them back and they will have until like sunrise the next morning to get to their powers and suck the lives out of children okay okay um so they that's what happens there's matt a new kid max moves to town with his young sister danny mm-hmm. and he has to take her trick-or-treating they go trick-or-treating and he stumbles into his crush's house allison oh yeah just and finds his way in there <laughs> her mom used to work at the sanderson uh, museum the, the old house of the sanderson sisters and so she takes them there, and wouldn't you know it, Max is a virgin, and he lights the black flame candle. And hijinks ensue. <laughs> exactly. Now, we all know the movie at this point. Um, what do you like about the movie? What what? Why is my grade of a 68 way too low? Well, there's a huge nostalgia factor for it. So okay. if you weren't someone who watched it so much when you were younger, then like it might not be as special to you. But I like the fact that it's like witches mm-hmm. and I like that it's like starts out in a different time period and brings it to present and what witches would be like in the present. Although yes. like we did point out there's a little bit of um, some things that would not be true or how would they know certain things. That's that they true. Were... They, they were able to kind of adjust accordingly. Pretty yeah. Quickly. But if you take away all of that, like it's just like fun and then it's not like super scary, but... It's got enough to where, like, young kids could be scary, but you could still enjoy it as an adult. I will say and... this. The Bette Midler musical number really <laughs> saved this from being a lower score because yeah. she kills it in that. Unsurprisingly, Bette Midler She's a great it. witch. Oh, she's phenomenal I mean, at being can, a witch. they casted really well. I will, yes. Okay, so if you want to talk about My that. My favorite thing, though, is that for Thackeray Beggs... <laughs> Um, they used him as a, like, young teen back in the 1800s, uh-huh. and, um, he gets turned into the black cat. They don't even find his voice appealing enough to then use his voice for the black cat. They bring in a different Yes! Actor. Yeah, it was so weird. And vice versa, they don't find that actor attractive enough to play Zachary Banks as a person. 
I know. It's like they kind of, who are they taking a bigger shot at? The voice actor or the face actor? Yeah. Um, I will say it's really funny, though, because in the beginning of the movie, it's the kid actor. And then it's a brand new voice for the cat. And then at the end of the movie, when he's a ghost and we see him, they give the cat voice... And like voice over the guy actor so that you know it's really Thackeray Banks or Binks. Um, and it's just kind of like funny that like I was like, okay, so they kind of uh, dealt with that with Max Goof's voice. Yes. Yeah. So uh, from, a goofy you know, movie. from a goofy movie and a goofy movie and too. And he's also in Step by Step and he's also in Full House. He okay. really made his rounds. Okay. So Sam knows. Um, what is your grade of... Hocus Pocus. I'm putting it in the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah. Sam is just shattering the scorebook. Uh, it is I, a classic Halloween movie. So if like, I'm doing it in the terms of like a Halloween movie, it deserves a 90. Oh, okay. What's really wrong with it that it doesn't deserve a 90? Uh, I think the... And it's also, you keep in mind, it's also like a children's movie. Yes, like, but I grade children's movies not on a scale. I grade them... Okay, but I still think it's great enough to be in the 90s. I'm not criticizing your score. I'm just disagreeing. And yes, and I, I agree to, to disagree. Why. You want to know why? I thought the adjusting to life in present day was a little uh, out there. I, you know, we watched it like a couple weeks ago. I, I should have taken more notes because I don't have like the notes in front of me, which I'm a little bummed You're about. You're Mr. Movie, though. You should know these things. I did it right on, on cue that I was like a 68. I thought Bette Miller was pretty good. I um, Pretty good. She was great. I thought I thought she was very good. I thought she was... She was she was a great witch. She was cast perfectly. Um, I thought the kids were very annoying at times. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm sorry. But you know what? They were very smart. Very smart for kids. That, that worked out for them. Regardless. Moving on. Um... We watched that, but we also watched a couple other scary or scary movies, Halloween movies. One being uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That did not age well. That was. Not I never great. liked it. I, that as a was kid, boring. as a kid, it creeped me out. He was so creepy, Jack uh, Skellington or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just always thought it was boring, and <laughs> so I probably haven't seen that since I was a child. And I will say, after watching, I couldn't even watch the full thing. I think I left. During the movie, um, but I thought it was still very boring. Yeah, um, boring movie, not great. Sorry for those. D- doesn't Nightmare do, Before Christmas stands. Doesn't but. even get a review on this podcast. Um, however, <laughs> oh excuse me. Bless you. Oh thank you. Um, we did just watch Ready or Not yes. the other night, and that I liked. I liked that a lot more than I thought. Uh, quick synopsis, basically. This girl, who is not Margot Robbie, but looks a lot like her, uh, marries into a family where, you know, the guy's kind of, like, estranged from his parents, but he still has to go through getting married at their estate. and They're going very through, wealthy. They're very wealthy. They've made a lot of money from uh, the gaming industry, like toys and games and stuff. So... They have a ton of money. They own like four different professional sports teams just to like, you know, let you know how much they're worth. But anytime that someone is brought into the family, uh, marries into the family, they have to play a game at midnight. And based on the game of choice, uh, there might be consequences. So, for example, if the game is shoots and ladders, and, and by the way, the way that's chosen is really funny. There's a 
basically an evil box that dictates what game has to be played. And the evil box pushes out a card that says what the game is. If it's shoots and ladders, Candyland, you know, poker, whatever it is, old maid, uh, whatever it is, they just have to play the game and it's whatever. But if it's hide and go seek, they need to hunt down and kill the new person into the family or they will all die at sunrise. I was not really, I didn't know what to expect with this movie. It ended up being a lot funnier than I was expecting. And it was a lot like, you know, I was enjoying it. Adam Brody was pretty funny in it. The parents I thought were really funny. Um, And it was a lot of gore, a lot of like (laughs) messed up moments. And the ending I thought was like, a funny dark twist. I, I don't like want to laugh because it was just a lot of blood and guts, but I thought it was funny. What do you think? I really liked it too. I thought I like when something is dark and twisted, but they add uh, humor to it. Yeah. Um, just to make it like a little lighter. Yes. But I liked it and I really liked the cast that they chose. So they had like some, some people you knew and then some people you like, you didn't. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was an interesting concept. So, you know, like, Definitely messed up. Yeah, definitely messed up. But in terms of like, you know, horror movies or scary movies, whatever, I thought this was one of the better ones. Yeah, I liked it. I I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm slotting this in at at an 82. Um, I I thought like the actors that they chose were pretty well cast. And I never really knew what was going to happen. Like there were times where I was like, okay, like, you know, the good guy is definitely going to prevail. And then I was like, oh. Maybe not. And then I was like, oh, this is a good guy. I'm like, oh, he's not actually a good guy. And and I was like, oh, I, I knew he was going to be a bad guy. And I was like, oh, no, he's actually kind of a good guy. So, you know, it had me on my toes a lot, which was a lot of fun. So uh, if you're looking for a scary movie that you're like, maybe like a kind of like a blood and guts, gory slasher type film, and it's one that you haven't seen, you're looking for one that you haven't seen, I would suggest this. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I agree. I put it in the 80s as well, like 80, yeah. Yeah, probably like 82 as well. Now, we also, and I want to get this part done really quick because, you know, it was just, uh, um, I don't want to go too deep into it. We watched all four Scream movies <laughs> oh, this yeah, season. We did. <laughs> uh, so we can now definitively rank the four Scream movies. Um, and I want you to start. Uh, what is the worst of the four Scream movies? We just watched all four of them. We're going to disagree, I think. You know, we might, but I will say my order has changed from beforehand. I might do four as the worst one. I think it is. Okay. I used to like it a lot more, but after watching it again and watching the other ones, like, it's so, like, I, I, it's a lot of eye roll. Yeah. It's a lot of eye roll and it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm just going to say it right now. I think each one is worse than the last. I think it was one, two, three, four is uh, the yeah, best. I'm gonna do you switch one, in three, and two? three, two, four. Yeah, one, three, two, four. I three like was that. three like was a the, little fun. Yeah, I like yeah. that for the third one, they brought in a different angle. Yeah, and I loved the, how they were like mirroring it's it. The only one that doesn't have two killers. Yeah, is the third one. Um, it's it doesn't take place in Wardsboro or anything that like you know. Well, they have like the the one scene in Wardsboro. You know what? I think your order is actually right because I think they do a really good job of bringing it all back. They have like the movie set in Woodsboro. 
it is a little bit ridiculous that like oh it's the brother that like you know she never had but yeah but they is tie it, like, it is in is it right. any more ridiculous than it being Billy Loomis's mother and some random guy and no no it's, the cousin like yeah. the cousin I feel like was a huge stress yeah stretch. yeah the then the fourth one yeah that was spoiler yeah um no I, I I'm with you I think it is better than two because in two it's like okay. Bit, bit, like it two was a very Scooby Doo like finish yeah. where you're like they uh, they reveal and they're like Billy's mom and I'm like oh, what like that's we didn't know she was Billy's mom until the final like a scene of the movie um, Dewey just gets worse and worse yeah. in these movies but, but him and two real, was like, him actor? and two was awful he was terrible on screen too he had this weird run he was like sometimes hurt sometimes not oh i didn't even notice when we watched the third one did he have it no he didn't <laughs> so it was like so oh weird. no you know why because they re-stabbed him in the scar tissue from the old one oh, and that's why he didn't die the movies always end with him getting his ass kicked yeah. and somehow he lives through it like that's why i i like the one thing i don't like about these movies is <laughs> i'm like okay so they're never killing off the big three and you know scream five is gonna come out and i'd really love it if they just killed off dewey or, maybe. Or, like, or, or maybe it'll be Courtney Cox. Or, maybe or Sydney. It'll be I mean, Sydney. But I think it's very clear Scream 1 is by far the best. I think Scream, the original Scream, is really good. It is really good. It's just really I good. I love the Scream franchise, but yeah. I, I love it because it also knows what it is. They make fun of themselves in the movies. Yes. Of, of talking about like sequels and franchises and mm-hmm. just how silly and, and crazy they are. Um, I am interested to see because they are doing a Scream 5. Yeah. But it's not going to be directed by Wes Craven because he passed away. He's dead. So I am curious to see how it goes. How good, yeah, like what it's going to be like. Yeah, I, and, I, and what's their angle going to be? Because Well, yeah, I mean, by the time you get to a fifth one, you really got to... It's just going to be interesting because, let's think about it. It's like, all right, in two, it was the crazy film person and the revenge from Billy's mom were the killers. And then in the third one, it was oh, we're doing, like, the final act type thing, and, like, we're we're going by the movie, and, like, you know, we're going off of the lines of the stab movie. And then the fourth one, it was all an homage to the original killings, which, like, the third one also was at times, and, like, sometimes, you know, because it was, like, the first couple people were killed, and, it, like, the names were similar. Oh, no, that was the second one. The second one, the first person I killed, you know, there was a Casey killed yeah. in the beginning and there was, so I was like, okay, so, you know, they kind of feel like they're running out of ideas. I, maybe Sydney will become the killer. Maybe. <laughs> She's maybe, had enough of a life. How great would it be if the movie just. A life of being a victim. The, if they just go in a completely different direction and it's just like the movie starts with Sydney like snapping and just being like, I'm going to kill them all. Yeah. And it's just following Sydney, you know, and there's no big twist of who it is at the end. We just know it's Sydney the whole time. That'd be wild. Scream 5, but the Sydney story. It was fun when we were watching them. I love the was. Scream ones, though. I love a slasher film. Those are my favorite kind of scary movies. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I don't need stuff. Like, there's a real love-hate that I have with, like, the movies that really scare you. Because as much as, like, I will be the type of person to be like, ah! like, like, scream when you kind of, like, get scared... Uh, I don't like that, but at the same time, like, I, it's thrilling and it's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. So I, there's a little bit of me that likes it. I like it. getting scared. Yeah. Um, but I will say Scream 1 way ahead of the others. Like, Scream, the original, might be like an 88 in my scorebook. But then 
Scream 3 is like a 70 and Scream 2 is like a 65 and Scream 4 is like a 55. It's really down there. And I can't imagine Scream 5 being any good, but I can't wait anyway. So. Yeah, I can. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. All right, we're just finishing up. Last segment of the podcast. It's been a long one. Oh, crap. We didn't even talk about Happy, Happy Death Day. That was also really fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. So, if, you, if you're looking for... And we got to see Happy Death Day, too. That's one we got we to gotta watch soon. Um, but if you're looking for another one, Happy Death Day was also kind of funny. A really messed up Groundhog Day kind of movie. And we got to talk about Happy Death Day, too, when we see that. Maybe we'll talk more about Happy Death Day after we see the second one. Um, all right. For my last segment, we're going to do a draft. I never get to do drafts because I'm usually doing the podcast alone. And drafts, even though like two-person drafts aren't great, I feel like this is, this is perfect for us because it's not a lot to draft from. So we are going to make our scary team. And that is we're drafting scary it could be movie characters it could be from stories it could be from tv just scary characters for example like you can pick actual killers like actual killers from movies or stories or you can pick just like a theme of one like uh you know dracula or frankenstein's monster or dr jekyll and mr hyde like these like you know tall tales so the baba yaga uh the slender man you go hog wild Okay, so leaving this completely open into interpretation, leaving it to what you want. So, Sam, I'm going to flip a coin. Oh, no. And you call it in air, okay. heads or tails. Heads. Okay, take two because I lost that coin. Tails. Tails. Sam says tails. Would you like the first pick or would you like picks two and three? First pick. Okay. Sam is going with the first overall pick in the scary draft. Sam, who you got? I'm taking Michael Myers. Ooh, Mike Myers. Myers was a really good choice. Yeah. He I mean, was yeah. first of all, he never dies. So at least with like the the Scream franchise, they bring back different killers. But with Halloween and all the Halloweens that they've done, like even if you look at the ones like the original ones, and then, like, you know, the remakes of it, it's always, like, the he just gets away. Yeah. Even if he, like, was burnt to a crisp. I know. Or, you know, like, beheaded. It's still, like, somehow he has survived this and have come back. So, yeah. it's like Michael Myers. He's super freaky. He just stands there and everyone freaks out. And then he just, like, slowly walks towards you. Mm-hmm. And I think knives are scary. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a great choice. Uh, Michael Myers was gonna be right there for me for my choices, so it was a really good pick. You knew, you know, who you're going up against. Um, my first now with the snake draft, I get picks two and three, then you get picks four and five, then I get six and seven, you get eight and nine, I get ten, eleven. That's how it goes. Um, okay, so my my next pick, uh, it's someone that I think rivals Michael Myers. I think even scarier because. He can kill you in your dreams, and ah. that is Mr. Freddy Krueger. Uh, I think this is a slam dunk pick for me. Uh, I think he's scary as hell because you can't escape him because he is in your dreams. He kills you in your dreams. He's got knives for fingers. His face is burnt. He's also one that doesn't die. Yeah. He is really spooky, but I think Michael Myers could take him. Actually, I'm trying to think in the movie, Freddy vs. Jason, who won? <laughs> 
I actually have I not seen like, that. I thought, like, didn't they blow up Freddy Krueger or something? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how that movie just went ended. Back to the lake. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that happened. How that ended up. Um, okay, so moving to my next pick, I have uh, pick number three. Then you have two picks coming up. Uh, I'm just going to keep this pretty open. This is however people want to interpret it. It's not a specific character. This is the first one that's more of like a theme and not a character. I'm just going with straight werewolf. I think werewolves are very Halloween. They're very much like they can be very scary in some types of media because they turn into these giant, enormous werewolves. Or then you get Teen Wolf, which is not very scary, but that's not who I'm drafting as my second pick. I'm going with just more of like the theme of like, you know, Full moon, howling at the moon, man turns into a werewolf. He's got like I'm I'm imagining what Wolverine like looks like, you know, slashing people up, eating people. American werewolf in Paris, uh, or what was it? Oh, werewolf in London. That's what I'm thinking of. I've never oh, seen it. Werewolves of London. <laughs> That's my second pick. I'm really happy with it. That's one I was like, I didn't know if you were ever going to draft Werewolf in this draft. I'm not sure, but I was like, I'd be very bummed if I didn't get Werewolf. Okay. Okay. So, So Sam, you have two picks now. Your first pick was Michael Myers. So, this next one, I was going to be really upset if I didn't get it. But it's, again, something similar to yours where it's basic and can be used in all capacity. But I'm going with a ghost. Oh, what a pick. I did not think you would go with that. Yep. So classic. I mean, first Ugh. of all, ghosts are really hard to defeat. Like, they, because yes. you can't see them. You don't know what's happening. Um, they can follow you. Ugh. They're super scary by just, like, messing with you. What a pick. So I feel like I have to go with a ghost. I am really super bummed at that choice. Um, I mean, like, let's look at the ghosts from um, uh, Hill House. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, look. Ghost is a great choice because it covers a lot of different ghosts. It does. Um, the Hill House one, that is scary. If you want a friendly scary. one, then you can have Casper, but you know. But no. you're not, that's not what you're no, thinking. we're trying to I'm just imagining a ghost like the white sheet of like, ooh, but ghosts are very scary. The paranormal is very scary. Uh, oh, man, it was really hard to pass on that. I probably would have gotten that if I didn't go Freddy there, but I just, I couldn't let you get Freddy and Michael Myers because then there was no chance that I could beat you. Okay, so that's just one of your picks. Your next pick. Jigsaw. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did not even have him on my board, but that is scary. Is it like the clown? You get both with Jigsaw? You get his little clown toy thing? Yeah. Okay. That's part of him. Yeah. But Jigsaw, because you can be doing anything, and you could have done something wrong, but ten years later, Jigsaw Mm -hmm. comes back, and he puts you in some sort of contraption, and you just die if you can't get out of it. And I think that's so frightening that, like, someone could have that power over you. Mm-hmm. And you're choosing between, like, losing a leg over, like, your life. Or, like, pulling things out of your eyes. I don't know. Like, it's just very freaky and scary to me. Um, and I love, like, that it's, like, a puzzle type thing. Yeah. Oh, that is... That's scary stuff there. So, okay. Um, Jigsaw, that's really good because he's not doing the killing as much as he's just putting you in these very terrifying uh, spots. Um, look, this was not... I, I did not think you were going to let this one fall to me. So uh, I'm going to just take it because I um, I can't let it fall to you again, even though I think it'd be a better pick for you. But I'm going with a witch. 
I was going to pick her. Yeah. Uh, her. I was pick <laughs> you were one. thinking of the Sandersons? <laughs> no, I was thinking of witches in general. Yeah. So I'm I'm really thinking of from the movie The Witch, which takes place in like the 1630s. And it's a very freaky, um, uh, like, you know, out like in the wilderness type thing. But I just, you know, I, I keep it open to like the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, it's just witches in a lot of different uh, film TV and it's what what scary character is more affiliated with Halloween yeah it's like ghosts and witches like that's really like the top two so uh, for me that's a kind of an easy choice Uh, I like having kind of just like the openness of werewolf and witch there so uh, yeah I'm pretty I'm 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 liking the way that this is all balancing out for me Um, however now it's time to get like real serious because that was kind of like a protected pick you know making sure you don't get the witch but now i'm going frankenstein's monster i mean very careful frankenstein's just the doctor so you can't say frankenstein because then you just get the mad scientist which is great but frankenstein's monster i mean what's more halloween than witches and frankenstein's monster that guy is unstoppable he will keep coming after you and he doesn't know anything other than just Killing Machine. So it's classic. It's not exactly as scary as Michael Myers, but I'm going classic on these picks. Okay. All right. So you got you got your last two right now. All right. Where I can go. Yeah, you're. I'm, I'm going with. I can't think of his name. Oh, Pennywise. Oh. I mean. Damn, that's first a, of all, that's a better choice than Frankenstein's monster. A lot of people hate clowns. Yes. And second of all, he is creepy as hell mm-hmm. with those teeth, and he goes after the little kids. Yep. I think like he's traumatizing to some people, so I will take him. Okay. And I am also taking zombies. Oh, great choices. Sam, I think you're going to win this because I didn't even think of zombies. I don't know how that wasn't on mine. Zombies are great. I mean, I feel like in every zombie movie or whatever, it's showing how like our society could really end up with zombies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, they're just... You have the kinds that like can run. You have the kinds that like, you know, just like attack and eat your brains and things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're freaky. Okay, so that's kind of similar to my last choice. I didn't really know how I wanted to do this because this is my last pick because uh, this will be five for the each of us, which, like, I kind of want to keep going, but at the same time, you know, it's five. Do you have any more you want to draft after this? No, or you really, set with I, five? Could, I could come up with some if you want me to. No, it's okay. Uh, this will be it. So uh, I was thinking about Dracula, but I was like, you know what? He's more of just creepy looking, and I have enough classic characters you know, I have werewolves, ghost, uh, um, witch, and Frankenstein's monster, uh, but I need something that's like really scary. And it kind of got me with zombies. I love zombie movies. I love zombie TV shows. Uh, but I'm going with demons. Mm. Very similar to ghosts, but they're from hell. They can like you know take on like people's bodies. It's kind of weird how people kind of like look at demons like. I don't know. It, like it's kind of a gray area, demons. I feel like in the media. However, just the idea of demons, scary because they're out there, and it's like bringing you to the underworld type of thing. 
I it freaks me out. It bugs me out a little bit. So now that we look at the teams, Sam's team consists of stacked, <laughs> stacked, Michael Myers, ghosts, Jigsaw, Pennywise, and zombies. It's a loaded loaded lineup. You have you have three specific people. With Pennywise, Jigsaw, and Michael Myers, and then two just ghosts and zombies. If you're looking at Sam's army of scariness, it's pretty fucking scary. Especially since Pennywise is like an alien. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, like after after watching the It movies, I learned that. Um, my team, you got Freddy Krueger, werewolves, witches, Frankenstein's monster, and demons. Again, I went with a little more of a classic vibe. This is my my Halloween roster. Uh, you know, Freddy Krueger. I thought like I I got like the movie character, but with werewolves, with witches, I'm covering like the bases. Frankenstein's monster is very classic, and then demons. Uh, I kind of left that as like a gray area of that's just scary shit. So, uh, guys, what is your like? Halloween roster look like? Who do you think wins between my uh, scary team versus Sam's scary team? Uh, Sam thinks she's going to win, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer than she thinks. So regardless, I had a lot of fun. Sam, this was a lot of fun, this podcast. It was a long one. I apologize for keeping you. I don't uh, but you know it's Thursday night. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. We're going to the we're going to the butcher's block tomorrow night. Back at it. Back at it. And it's been a rainy week, so it was nice to get a podcast in. So everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, the Arizona Halloween episode was a lot of fun. And uh, hey, go Browns! Happy Halloween!